Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Gus Warland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M Rush Hour. Yes, a massive show for your Thursday afternoon. We've got Pearl Jam tickets once again to give away and as well as Reedy joins us from Vegas because there's a star sea eagle that wants to be the face of the American game. And we'll also talk to Swan CEO Tom Harley. We'll ask him about the chairman's controversial comments that have ruffled a few feathers down south. I tell you what, it's hot though, Dell, and you bring the uh, cutoffs always out on these sort of weather weather conditions. Yeah, well, we are a rock station and, and something about me is I like to feel comfortable. So when I wear sleeveless, I like to feel cool. You know, it's part of part of me. Candice, how are you doing? You know what? It's a hot one in yeah, Sydney today and I'm wet and I'm sticky and I'm bothered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a bit like that, I know. That's what the, this, what this sort of weather does to you. I reckon we're going to get a shower uh, rain later. I hope so. Uh, we're speaking of Vegas, you've got some stats. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, well, Vegas, it's getting real, boys. Transforming, sorry, the NFL stadium into an NRL stadium has begun. The grass and the markings have started to be transported into the stadium. So, Same field. So, yeah, yeah, interestingly, the grass had remained outside the, the indoor stadium sure. since the Super Bowl. So it's the same grass that they used for the for the Super Bowl final sure. and will uh, literally be rolled inside the arena on an electric tray and wheel. So what happens is the grass is, is shifted under the stadium. Wow. Um, where the seating and the playing all happens. I love this and technology. Then, yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah. so awesome. But you know what I find a little bit bizarre and I think the players may have trouble adjusting to is mm. just the different size in the field. So it's going to be six metres shorter and five metres narrower than a regular normal NRL ground. So they can have an impact there or not? Yeah. I don't think it will because whenever we go over to like France or England, the, the soccer pitches, they're a bit smaller. So you adjust. So I, I've played like at Wembley, obviously uh, Old Trafford. So you get used to it. So as an outside back or, or a winger, you look where it is. But also it's important for the kickers because, you know, guys like Reynolds and Cherry Evans putting those little grubbers in on those cross So kicks. easier to do a 40-20? Oh yeah, well of course it would be, but like, but also it's the awareness of where to go. You know, a few more meters, and that that like when you're a winger or a fullback, and those those kicks go in. What about the parties though? There's so oh, many oh, Aussies oh. converging on Las Vegas. So many. Well, one one of my mates, um, Chris Lynn, he, he went over there. He bought a box. I don't know what a box is going to cost him, but he bought a box, and he's got some of his sponsors and mates going. Great news, Candice, that Matildas have now booked a spot at Paris 2024 Olympics with a 10-0 win over Uzbekistan overnight. Oh, absolutely. Just such a convincing display. And this was, of course, without Sam Kerr, who is out with an ACL. She probably won't be fit in time for the Olympics. But the way they're going, you know, they're going to be medal chances even without Sam Kerr. 8-0 at halftime. It was unbelievable. 13-0 in aggregate all up. What about a cricket test update at the moment? We know it's uh, New Zealand-Australia at the basin at the moment. Yeah, so New Zealand won the toss earlier today and got Australia into bat first. Now they're Australia 8 for 254. The game's almost done for today. But 
Uh, just struggled early. Manus Labuschagne out for one as well as Travis Head. They both struggled for form this whole summer, to Cam, be honest. Cam Green, 83, not out, Del. It's good. I'm happy to see that, mate, yeah. Did you see the Alyssa, Healer, yes. Alyssa Healy take down the pitch invader? Yeah, I How know. How was that, uh, Unbelievable. She's a Bulldog supporter, you know that. So, <laughs> mate, the Bulldogs the might shoulder. sign her up. Yeah. It reminded me of um, our great mate, Andrew Simons. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable yeah. effort. a bit royal and proud of that. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Glad she's <laughs> safe as well, though. Yeah. You just don't yes. want to injure yourself. Exactly. Uh, now, now, the Sydney Kings have Sadly, uh, uh, been bundled out of the postseason by the New Zealand Breakers overnight. Oh, yeah, it's unfortunate. At least my, my Wollongong Hawks are still in there, mate. They are. You've ju- oh, you jumped ship. Well, you've jumped ship. Sw- if, no. if the Sydney Kings won, you no. would have been your Sydney Kings. No, they're my second team, but yeah, I'm a Hawks oh, man. Yeah, they'll, they'll re-bolster and yeah, yeah, go will. again next year. But well done, good. Kings. You've been great for the last couple of years. Yep. And Jude, both Sydney teams are playing tonight, both the, the Giants and the Swannies. Yeah, Giants are playing the Gold Coast Suns in Canberra and the Swans take on Brisbane in uh, at Blacktown. And, you know, we'll speak to Tom Harley yep. shortly. But uh, the, the Lions have brought a seriously strong outfit yeah. down to play the Swans. So, Are you surprised? Yeah, no, everyone's getting ready. It's yeah. opening round next week. Yep. So this is – you put your best foot forward. There's a couple of uh, key Swans have been left out, the likes of Tom Papley. Um, but, mm. yeah, it's, uh, it should be interesting. Yep, and uh, Aussie sports stars Paddy Mills, Steve Smith and wow. Nick Kyrgios are all part owners of Australia's Major League Pickleball team, boys. What, mate, what is pickleball? I don't really know what it is. Dude. It's I a know, little you, paddle. Oh, like, yeah. They play it on a like, like right, on the tennis yeah. courts, but it's a really reduced size. Yep. It's pretty cool fun. It's starting to yeah. really pick up momentum, especially in America. I think Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf played against mm. Maria Sharapova right. recently. So even the old big guns mm. are really you know, starting Gussie this game. Gussie loves it. Yeah. He loves it. Well, yeah. Probably not as physical. You don't have to be yeah. as agile. So Gussie's all over it. I, I don't want to bring the mood down, but that's what Matthew Perry played before he passed away. Oh, hey, yeah. why don't we have a pickleball game? You want yeah, to have a game of pickleball? I'll, I'll yeah. win. I'll be, I'll be too good for no, you guys. No, we'll play doubles. You oh, can go with Gus and Jude no, and I no, can no. go together. Oh, we'll just you, we'd no, run them, right? You, oh. you can go with uh, Jude. And you, yeah, that's what I just said. No, I'll go with someone else. I don't. You know, we Gus. don't even want Gus. Gus is on the bench, mate. <laughs> yeah. He can well, run waters. Guys, I want to play you a little bit of audio, and it's one triple three five three. Give us a call now. How does your partner annoy you? And it's on the back of this uh, bit of footage that uh, I came across. Every time this guy gets in with his partner into the driver's, uh, he's in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. She's driving. He'll just quickly just turn on his camera and just record and and pretend that he his partner is an Uber driver. Let's have a listen. Is this your full-time job, or how long have you been doing this for? Drive, Jake? Driving cars. Jake, I'm not a f***ing Uber. Shut yeah. up. Follow the cricket? Shut up. Seriously, stop. Peter thinks you're going to win the AFLW grand final. Jake, can you stop? I'm trying to drive. NBL's getting bigger, isn't it? I don't give a f***. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I think I'll give you a five-star rating with that, with that language. You know what I mean? Jake. You're an idiot. I've got a pretty good rating myself. <laughs> so it's just left up here. Well. Oh my God. Jake, stop. Seriously. <laughs> I, like, I love just I annoying my wife. I think he sounds so much fun. I think he sounds like an absolute legend. Yeah. However, my husband, he does a lot of things that annoy me. And one thing in particular he did once was we had dinner at um, in Manly Wharf and we live in Maroubra. So he decided to clap the whole way home from Manly to Maroubra. So 35 minutes he clapped for. So things what? like that he does just to annoy me. Oh, but mate. anyone Like who, a slow clap. The oh, whole no, way. it was a fast clap. Yeah. The oh. whole way. The hands were red, red raw. Yep.
Um, so things like that. But he also plays on my OCD. Yeah, of and, course, of course. And and because he does that, that I find that really annoying. Like I've mentioned before, the way he stacks the dishwasher in just a way that is yep. unheard of to Do me. Do you have to unstack it and restack yes, it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh. And he does it because he knows it annoys me. And just the the amount of clothes he leaves on the floor, yep. like he thinks he's in a hotel room. It's all That's those it, yeah. things that really add up and it just – Drives me, drives me crazy. Yeah, fair enough. What about you? Oh, no, I'm usually pretty good to live with. Like, I'm not oh, too bad. But, no. But that's, I, that's why you live with yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know, no. But uh, I used to leave, like, clothes, like, this, when I have a shower, just leave the towel there because if there's a fresh towel. So I love a fresh no, towel. No, yeah. listen, you don't live in a hotel, boy. Yeah, yeah. Put your towel back on no, the rack. I know. Well, so I, I used to go back. I believe how yeah. many towels that I get. Oh. Yeah, go through. and then bang, and then my clothes on the floor. Like, pick your clothes up. Oh, the basket's just there. You know, it's not that hard. Oh, and well. do you know what I hate? When you put your clean clothes that you've worn for 10 minutes in the washing basket because well, it's easier to put in the washing basket than it is to hang it back up. The thing that annoys me about Lynette at the moment is the amount of Amazon deliveries oh. that turn up. Like, I, like the, yeah. the guy, I'll be putting an Amazon delivery away next to something else that's just been delivered earlier. It's like, why are you ordering all yeah. this? She's a cereal shopper. Like, it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Yep. And but then, I'm sure there's some things that you do that really yeah. annoy her. I do, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like a third kid to be honest. Like, oh, yeah, I'm of pretty, course. I'm pretty hopeless. And then yeah. just, you know, she's always picking up after me and things like that. Like, I'm pretty average around the house. So you're a grub. Oh, I'm not a grub. No, yeah. but I'm. I just know I'm, I can clean up, but I'll let stuff slip. Like I know uh, it's probably different. Things topic. in the sink yeah. for a while. Yeah, and yeah, I'll, yeah, and I'll go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know what I hate? This. You know when you women, uh, ladies, you know you buy a dress or buy something, and I go, mate. Where's that from? Like this, I've had this thing for ages. It's yeah, been in the back yeah, of the. Yeah, we all do that. that. Yes, that. yeah, it was really cheap. It was yeah, on yeah, sale. Exactly. We've had it was that on for sale. ages. Yeah, hate it. Does Davy snore? No, he doesn't. Oh, it's good. He actually, oh. that's another thing that annoys me about yeah. him. He has to go to sleep with the TV on. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a... I'm you want a, everything dark. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not that type. Of, so I've had to learn to fall asleep with the TV oh, on because yeah. he can't sleep without the TV. Yep. Well, they're the calls we want. Give us a call now. one triple three five three. How does your partner annoy you? Let's get to Brad. How are you, Brad? Hey, Jude, how are you? Really well, mate. Help. Hello. Um, how does your partner annoy you? Well, it's not so much her annoying me. I think it's I you. <laughs> what do you do? Um... Mate, I'm 61. I've only just met this girl about six months ago through a gig I played at. Anyway, I stayed at a place on the first night and I snore, I fart, I grunt, anything a bloke can do at 61. And uh, I slept, slept in the bed with her for the first night and about what it seemed like two minutes to me, like as soon as I was asleep, I woke up and she's not there in her bed, in her house. I'm there. <laughs> she's out on the couch. So yeah. anyway, I felt like Felt pretty bad about it, so I wake her up. She said, what'd you wake me up for? She said, you snore and did it early. Anyway, since then, we're hanging out really well, and she sleeps in the bedroom. I sleep in the lounge room or vice versa. Wow. Well, there's the sleeping arrangements. Yeah, yeah nice. And Sarah, how does your partner annoy you? Sarah? Hi. Hello. Hi guys. How are you doing? Um, hey, the more that I've thought about it, the worse the list gets. Oh, it's just so it's long. Grown in We've been together 25 years this year and I have no idea how I've stayed so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, the main ones, oh, God, he, he'll leave his pen in his top pocket of his work shirt oh, yeah. and then I'll put it through the wash and then it ruins my clothes. Oh, that's um, annoying. So, you know, I suppose I, I, get, I get to go shopping again, so that's good. But, yeah. Um, if I'm bending over like I'm stacking the dishwasher or something, he'll come past, poke me, poke me in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we do. If I have to get out to open the gate and then get back in the car, he'll just move the car that little bit forward 
so oh. that like I, I miss the door handle. Like he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That's God, annoying. How many things can you think of? You know, leaving do- drawers open in the walk-in wardrobe. Just leave them open. Oh, yeah. oh. But I can oh. tell why you're saying these. You're smiling. So just, exactly, you obviously love yeah. him to death. Exactly. Let's go yeah. to Tony and Penrith. Hello, Tony. Yeah, g'day, guys. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Just tell us, Tony, how does your partner uh, annoy you? Yeah. So my wife takes me on a trip every weekend. We go to the shops and we go to Kmart, spend our time in Kmart for about an hour. She fills the trolley with everything, says... This is what I'm going to do with it. It has all these grand plans. We get to the registers and she goes, oh, I don't really need this. And she does it week in, week out. And I'm a sucker. And I just do it week in, week out. Mm. And Jeez. I just, I walk past every other husband walking around Kmart. And we all look at each other and we, we don't have to say a word. We all yep. know exactly what's happening. I find it hilarious that at the start you said she takes you on a trip each weekend. I was thinking, oh, how lovely, to a new destination. And you go, yeah, she takes me on a trip to to Kmart. Kmart. Exactly. Yeah, it's romantic, very romantic. (laughs) Mate, we'll give you a crack and rum prize as well, mate, so you can enjoy that if you uh, maybe stay at home rather than the uh, trip to Kmart. But all good. Reedy's Mail. Yeah, big show. Welcome to Brent Reed. Reedy, obviously, you're in Vegas. The build-up, how's it looking yeah, over yeah. there? Mate, it's all come together. And yeah. It's all come together really well at the end. Rugby League has a habit of just pulling it off. After you know, a pothole journey, we're here, and I'll tell you what, there's a buzz around. I was, I was just at the league launch, um, and there's people everywhere. There's jerseys everywhere. Uh, there's Americans going to the game. There are, over, there are nearly 40,000 tickets now. And I think it's going to. I think it's going to go off. To be honest, I think it's going to be one of the great days for rugby league. Brady DCE confirms he's interested in becoming the face of American game at the back end of his career. The story came out the other day that we had the story that um, this American league were looking at DCE as a, a potential bloke to play in the league. Scott Penn, the owner of Manly, had already spoken to him about it a while ago, and the whispers going around about it. And I spoke to Daly about it today, and I said, "Look, would you be interested?" It was really interesting because Daly said, "My kids are at an age now where travel doesn't scare us." Um, you know, it, it's the sort of thing we'd really like. And who wouldn't take an opportunity to go and live in New York and play rugby league because the talk would be to be a team in New York. So mm. he's he's wide open to it, Daly. He's obviously got two years left in his contract at Manly. Uh, they'd need to get a move on to be in position to get him to play for them. But, um, I, you know, he'd be sort of mid to late 30s at that point and coming to the end of his career in the NRL. Uh, and he's still playing good footy. And as he said, look, the competition won't be as hard in America. We all know that. Mm. So... Um, you know, I think that it really appeals to Daly. And imagine if, if the team, uh, a league forming in America um, was able to get Daly Chervin to play. It can be a huge coup for the code. Um, and as I said, Daly's, Daly's interested. So if I was them, I'd be jumping on the phone and making a call to Daly's agent or to Daly to try and make it happen. Yeah, that's your brothers. But, Reedy, I know you don't miss much, but did you realise before Christmas that um, Seabol actually went to New York first to see the, see the Pens and talk to them about um, that American trip? Oh, I didn't know that, Dale. Were you yeah. on that trip with him? Or no, I wasn't, but we're best mates, so that's we keep it away from you guys because you guys try and stitch <laughs> us up. But anyway, mate, I just want to know... Um, a bit of time with Steve's over here. Pardon? He bags you a lot, Dale. That's okay, okay. That's <laughs> right. I love you, mate. Just want <laughs> to stay away from the Maccas, mate, okay? Uh, also, um, mate, tell me this. Uh, Schuster, what's happening there? Has he got the, the full, yeah. full support of the club behind him? Well, obviously he's not here, right? Because yep. he had those injury problems. And, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about Josh, Josh Schuster's position in this team. 
I mean, everyone at Manly will tell you Ben Trebojevic is playing his place mm. uh, on Sunday afternoon, has killed it in the pre-season. He's in great nick, in, and he's a kid who's sort of coming of age as an edge-back rower. So, you know, when you look at that, it doesn't look good for Josh Schuster, but Tony Mestrov, the, the CEO, I spoke to him the other day about Josh. He was emphatic that they believe Josh Schuster, they'll get the best out of him, and they believe he's an X-factor for this football team. And he said everyone at this club's behind him, the chairman, the chief executive, the coach, everyone's backing Josh Schuster. They want to get him right because they know that uh, you know, he can be a class player for them uh, when he gets on the field, when he gets in action. So that's their priority when they get home. You get Josh Schuster fit and firing. And listen, I think I went to early on the first question from Candice about how, how the game's going out here because I was meant to talk about what they're going to do next year. Yeah. So they've got a meeting on Sunday after this game. Sunday our time over here. We're going to talk about next year. Who comes here next yeah. year? We're going to throw it open after that. Um, yes. For the clubs to apply again, I think a couple of Penrith looks like a logical one. The ground might be in action next year. I'd imagine they'll be there. Interestingly, Manly want to come again because they want to become uh, America's team in terms of rugby league side. So they're going to apply to go again and go back to back. And I reckon after the success of this week, and how, how good it's been, every team's going to want to come over here next year. Big but, win for them, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Penrith and Canberra are the ones, I reckon. And you guys need to get over here as well. Oh. Everyone needs to be here because you've got to experience it. It's been a great week. Hey, really, what's the criteria? Because when I saw these four teams, I go, okay, that's interesting. Like, you think a team like the Melbourne Storm with the backing of the Crown Casino, you think they would be, yeah. you know, with guys like Munster and Pappenhausen? Well, I reckon they'd be coming next year as well, yeah. Dale, because what I think they wanted the first time around was they wanted, obviously, you want big clubs in big cities because they're familiar to Americans. Americans know yeah. the Sydney Roosters. They know the South Sydney. They know... Uh, because of the Sydney, and they know Brisbane Broncos, right? They're big clubs. Not they're, they're big clubs. We know that, but they're also sort of recognisable names. Obviously, Melbourne's another one, right? Penrith, will, uh, I think, will have to come because yeah. the Crown's out of action, and they'll want to come. The Canberra Raiders is another one. I think it's got a, a natural relationship over here with the uh, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. So I think they're the teams to be looking at. But look, everyone's going to want to come in next year because, it's, as I said, it's been difficult to get to this point. It's been hard for all the clubs that, that when they've been been here, you know, overcome um, overcoming obstacles around training tracks and all that sort of stuff. It's been difficult, but it's going to be easier for the next teams to come next year. It's going to be so much easier for these sides. So uh, I think it's going to be a really hot ticket item next year. Before we let you go, who's been best on ground from the Triple M NRL team? Look, I don't want to talk out of school. <laughs> but you will. Have you spoken awake? Have you spoken awake, guys? <laughs> not, not yet. He's alive, is he? Have you, have you found him? <laughs> no, not yet. Has no. anyone found him? Good on him, mate. mate. What a good way. What a nice uh, celebration. What a nice uh, reward to get <laughs> after such an illustrious career. I'm serious. Have you found him? <laughs> 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 Love it. Cheers, Reedy. Enjoy the first no round. And what's happening with Martha Stewart? Well, we all know Martha Stewart, the American TV personality. Well, yeah, celebrity oh, yeah. I'm celebrity a fan of hers. chef. I bet you, Ava. I think Snoop Dogg's a bit of a yeah. fan. We, we, anyway, well, she admits to wearing bathing suits under her clothes instead of underwear every single day. Well, believe so, it. Or, hang on, rather than underwear, underwear. She's got, she's got the swimmers. Oh yeah. Yep. She likes swimming. Brush the undies. Brush the bra. Put mm. the cozies on. Brush the thong. I guess you could do anything when you're 82. Well, but I mean, mm. like, but. Yeah. Why? Well, she says it's a, to be more practical in case she wants to go swimming at any time. <laughs> there you go. But she's swimming every day. Oh, uh, it, it, look for me. I find you're it, a swimmer. I'm you a know, swimmer. I find it absolutely disgusting. Why? Because swimwear doesn't breathe like your normal underwear would, and swimwear, if you wear it for too long and it gets a little bit wet and damp, which mm. 
when women or men get older, they have problems in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, it causes <laughs> infections and UTIs. So that's why I'm calling Martha Stewart a little bit dirty. Mm. What are you? Where do you sit on this? Are you, are you, are you budgie smugglers? Yeah, I've got no problems with it. Like I used to like wearing my speedos and budgies under my jeans, and when I went out in that, I used to. I Rather than my, jo- yeah, like yeah, jocks or yeah. What? Yeah. It's really disgusting. Is it uncomfortable or not? No, no, it feels good. It feels good. You put the whole, you But know. do you not understand, especially yeah. if you went out and you were dancing, it's a breeding ground for bacteria. Yeah, it's but it's filth. cool. But you're no, not no, like no, Martha Stewart. You're no, not going for a swim you, at any, any you, moment. You never know. You, you, <laughs> mate, you never know when you can just strip You never know when you just go for a swim here and there. Can I just have you ever had an infection? No. Because yeast wow. and no. bacteria thrive in, in swim water. I've had a bit of chafe and all that, but that, everyone gets that. But is that what you call it or is that actually what it was? No, that's what it was. It was chafing that. I don't have, no, I've never got any diseases, mate. Look at me. I'm clean ass. <laughs> so you're with Martha here. Yeah, I'm with Martha. You just, just. Yeah, just have I a... just find it, it blows my mind that she would put swimwear on in the morning. It rubs in the wrong spot. It rubs it. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's super tight. It's fun. No. <laughs> no. She was, she was the, became the oldest sports illustrated swim, swimsuit cover model in 2023. Martha Stewart was photographed wearing, wearing a plunging white one-piece bathing suit along with a handful of other swimsuits. So, there you go. Hey, she's still rocking it. Mate, unbelievable. 82, I, imagine I'm, you're still doing fan. that. But oh, I just yeah. love how she's just thrown it off as, oh, just in case I want to go for a swim somewhere. Yeah. I've oh. never seen her actually have a swim in my life. Yeah, but you're not around her all the time, Candice. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I look at Daily Mail and she's not on there <laughs> having a swim, okay? Uh. <laughs> Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests. The BCs playing Giant Stadium November 21 and 23. Tickets on sale now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. The been a man or woman. Yeah, Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024 this November. Have you got someone in your life that's the better man or woman? Do they help you or others out in times of need? Now's your chance to let them know that they're the better man and we could be sending you both to Pearl Jam. Head to triplem.com.au, tell us about your better man and we could be calling you. And today, we've got Chris on the line. Chris, welcome to the Rush Hour. G'day, guys. First time, long time. How are you? Uh, awesome, mate. Who are you nominating as your better man or woman and why? Yeah, I want to na- nominate my brother, Justin. Uh, he's been a rock-solid support for me and my family throughout the years, whether times are tough through mum and dad going to hospital, fighting cancer, wow. me moving home, lifting up my life and financially and moral support. He's just made pillar of strength and he's put himself out for anyone he can, anyone he cares about. So, yeah, rock-solid kid. Chris, is he your younger brother, older younger brother? brother? Younger, younger brother. Younger brother, wow. Of, yeah, mum had four kids under four. Um, so mum's been dealt a pretty heavy life with cancer. She had three months to live. He was there as a first support base for all of us. Um, I moved from Cairns, worked in radio for Cairns for a few years, and he was the first one to help me when mum was going through sickness to get me back down to Sydney to be there. Um, rock solid. He seems incredibly selfless and, and just a huge heart. Beautiful family. And Pearl Jam was our first concert. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We saw them. Chris, how about we give Justin a call now yeah. and tell him you're taking him to Pearl Jam? Thank you. Yeah, that'd be Let's sensational. Let's, Let's hope he answers, eh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Justin. Speaking. Justin. Justin, yes. it's, it's the rush hour on Triple M. How are you doing? Oh, look, how you going? Really Good. well, mate. We have Chris on the line. Chris, over to you. Hey, Juddy. How are you? Good, mate. How are you going? 
Good. I'm going to embarrass you, mate. So there's a competition, thanks to the guys on Triple M, uh, to nominate someone who I thought was a better man. Um, mate, I just I nominated you, so I'm going to throw you under the bus. Um, I wanted to thank you for everything you've done for me, the kids and the fam, with wow. mum, dad and all that sort of stuff. I think I'm not going to embarrass you even further. Thanks, mate. Um, but you've been a moral support, financial support. You're the rock of the family. So I just want to say, mate, you are my better man. So couldn't think of anyone thank better. You, hey, congratulations, Thanks, guys. You've well won done, a boys. double pass to Pearl Jam. Justin, how are you feeling, mate? How good is that from your brother, Chris? He loves you, mate. You oh. can just tell him his voice. Mate, it's awesome. Yeah. It's it's so good. To, it's, um, we're, we're pretty close, all good family, great yeah. family. So, no, nah, it's really good, mate. I'm so looking forward to spending time with him at the concert too. Well, all I can say is you might know, be very proud of your boys. You sound like you got each other's back, which is great. Yeah, 100%. Well, Triple M presents Pearl Jam Live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21 and 23. Tickets on sale now without the need for a code at livenation.com.au. Justin and Chris, you'll be there. Time to talk some footy with Wendell Saylor. Dell. It's time to get your predictions. We're rolling out the crystal ball ahead of the season. It's about to kick off in Las Vegas, and we want to know who will be the grand finalists in 2024. First, I want to say this. I I might give someone the poison chalice because last year I went pretty strong on the Roosters. You did, didn't you? Yeah. So this year? Well, I I can understand why you would have last year. Yep. Okay, this year I think uh, the grand finals go between the Broncos and South. Hey. No Penrith. Well, no, Penrith are going to be thereabouts, but I reckon Crichton, Crichton is such a strike weapon. And you think in those couple of grand finals, he scored that try against South that virtually cost yep. you, that intercept off Cody Walker pass. And then in the left-hand corner, I know it's a team game, but the big plays, Stephen Crichton's been there. It shows the impact he's had already. Yep. at the, the Bulldogs have thrown yep. the skipper. He's yeah. captain now. Yep. So I, so Penrith, I mean, of course they're going to be thereabouts, but no one's, I don't think no one's ever won four in a row, not like that. But I, I know they're going to be in the mix. But I just think yeah, they've lost too many players now. What about the Chooks? The Chooks will be thereabouts. But once again, it's getting the right 17. It's seeing how Sam Walken bounces back from you know his adversity. Luke Curie's is getting a year older. But also their forward pack, Rhea Hargraves is there. Spencer Linu, um, really good player. He's an he's an alpha forward. So Roosters are going to be thereabouts too. It's There's so many teams in and around there. Um, and you look at now Angus Crichton missed that 17 as well. So Broncos, Rabbitohs, grand final. Who yeah. wins? I reckon South can win. Oh, I, I, I just, I'm just honestly, I just think with Jack Whiten, uh, the way that the way look, that, halfway through the season last year they were right. I reckon they would have learned a lot of lessons from that. I feel sorry for Lachlan Ellis, but I just think that uh, I think South South has got a good team. I reckon Latrell is a year older, a bit more mature, and in, in the All Stars, you could just see he's uh, he's happy to be you know where he's at at the moment. I just think Latrell will have his best season. What about who will have a breakout season this year? We saw the likes of Jareem Buller and the likes coming out last year. What, what do you think? Well, I reckon young Braden Trindle. If you have a look at the Sharks, they got rid of Matt Moylan. Oh, you know, Matt Moylan went overseas. But Trindle, he's been obviously in and around um, the Sharks for a couple of years now. And I just think his skill set, he can play with structure, play out of structure, good kicking game. I spoke to Wade Graham about him last year and I said, wait a Mate, why isn't Trindle and then he goes, mate, he'll get his time. He just needs Did to... well in the All-Stars. He did. He got men of the match in the All-Stars. And I just reckon there's so much upside to Trindle. And he'll take, as you said before, he'll take a bit of pressure off Nico Hines. You said this before, Candice. Nico Hines has got to have a big year, hasn't he? He does. Yeah. He got, the, obviously, the Dallium two years ago. But 
the, the Sharks have struggled when yep. it comes time to finals. They yep. just, they've always had I the last won few one years. one out of seven. They've, yeah. And they've had an easier run into the finals than yep. most teams. And when they get to the finals, they just, they collapse. Yeah. All right. So who will slide the most? Oh, look, for me, um, the Raiders are going to be, you know, Raiders, they haven't got the players. Obviously, Whiten's left there. But I reckon the Warriors, it's going to be hard to emulate what they did last year. Finished top four. They finished top four. Uh, home and away, they played really consistent football. Uh, Andrew Webster, obviously, Dallium Coach of the Year. But they have got a good signing. Have a guess who's back. Who? RTS. RTS. Yeah. So that will bolster them. But I just think the Warriors, I think they surprised a lot of teams. I reckon they'll slide a bit. Okay. This isn't on the list, but I'm going to throw it at you. Who do you think, which team's going to improve the most? Um, oh, that's, that's a good one. Um, well, look, it has to be South, doesn't it? It has to be South because they missed the eighth. Well, they eight. finished ninth, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I know it's South. Do you think the Bulldogs, I reckon the Bulldogs have got to have had a good season. Yeah, They've Bull, got a good squad. They've Bulldogs, got a great squad. Bulldogs have got a good squad, but it's about how they, they gel together consistently. They've bought a lot of utilities, but you've got to obviously, uh, you've got to follow your leader and uh, Croydon. But they got beaten last week. I know it was a trial by the Sharks, but the Bulldogs, could, there could be some upside there. But uh, I like, I just think you know, there's a couple of teams in and around there. Uh, the Bulldogs, you know, they'll be thereabouts. And your wooden spooner? Oh, I hate to say it, but um, it's out of the Titans and the Dragons. And I think my Dragons, I just, I don't know, there's just problems out the Dragons. I want to see them do well, but I just think the Dragons... Um, they're going to do it tough this well, year. Well, there it is. It goes in the vault. We pull it out. We throw it up against the wall and see what sticks halfway through the season. I want to talk to you about weird combinations in food. Yeah, well, um, yeah, there's a lot of weird combinations in food oh, going yeah. around. Um, but people have taken to social media to reveal their weirdest food combos. No, no. What about yours first? When you told us when you were younger, so let me throw it into the bus. Okay. Tell us about yours first. Okay. Well, um, I used to enjoy mandarin sandwiches. The problem was, though, it Just was bread, better. bread and mandarin. Yeah, it was better on a roll because the roll has a harder exterior. When it's a sandwich, if it's a fresh bread, it gets a little bit soggy. Um, what but about the pips in mandarins. Yeah. Oh, I just, well, I just, everything wrong with that. You're, you're very different, Candace. Yeah, well, it wasn't oh. that bad. But there are some weird combinations out there, like mustard and watermelon. Disgusting. That is Wouldn't filthy. That. Do you know what is nice though? Rock melon and prosciutto. No, thank you. Yeah, the salads that yeah, go. You're, you're on your yeah. own. Yeah. No, I've, I've had that before. Yeah. It's lovely, yeah. uh, but you know, some people do the uh, Maltesers and popcorn combo at the movies. Mm. Grapes and pretzels. No. Maltesers uh, and popcorn, like, I mean, that's just that's a standard movie, isn't it? Yeah. People are throwing them in the gob. That's right. This one disgusts me a little bit. Vanilla ice cream and soy sauce. Yeah, that's disgusting. You are definitely weird if you haven't that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I reckon you would be a bit of a weirdo when it comes to food, Del. I am not really. I'm not weird, no. I'm pretty I'm pretty bland. <laughs> you're plain, aren't you? Yeah, I'm plain. Yeah, yeah but you're Keep so, so plain that it's boring. Yeah, that's right. And weird. Yeah. So no sauce on like no, meat pies, no, no sauce on like meat that. pies or sausage rolls. Just toast with no, butter, no yep, veggie or yep, jam, yep. nothing. No, yeah, no, you, no sauce on my Devon sandwiches. You would steer clear of all these weird food combos. Yeah, hundred percent, I would. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty straight. Oh, I'd, I'd probably have a crack at some of these. What's this mango and chili pepper powder? I'd probably have a crack at that. Nah, nah. But, what about grilled pepper, peanut butter and che- a cheese sandwich? No, See, no oh, that just, might be okay. Yeah, no, that's a bit disgusting. I reckon. <laughs> Yeah, the old Vegemite avocado. Now that's a good combo. I hate avocado. See, this is where he's, he's, <laughs> You're so he's negative. Also left you are so negative about everything today, Wendell. <laughs> give us a call now. One triple three five three. Give us your weird food combo. Can you top Candace's? What was that? Mandarin, Mandarin sandwiches. sandwiches. Yes, that is random. No, it's all right. Very weird. All right, let's go to Sean in Padstow. Hi, Sean. 
Yeah, uh, Vegemite and strawberry jam. Vegemite oh. and strawberry jam. What yeah, made you try, try that? that I just I was having a bit of taste from each, and I didn't really clean the knife and take like lick the knife, and I thought this tastes pretty good. So you've so, stuck with it forever, have you? Yeah, yeah, just a, a lot of like I love a lot of Vegemite and just a little bit of jam on top. Okay. That's pretty good. I guess I'll give you, you don't knock it until you try it. I go the two pieces of toast and just have yeah one strawberry jam, one Vegemite. I can see that. Okay, Kylie, uh, what is your weird food combo? Well, guys, I've got two. I've got egg and Vegemite sandwiches. Disgusting. <laughs> Del doesn't write. I've had I've had Vegemite and eggs. Yeah, mm. that's all right. Yeah. What about and, the other one? Well, the other one's even weirder. It's um, butter and condensed milk on toast. Yuck. Where, where did this start, Kylie? How do you get condensed milk on butter and toast? Well, I had a Filipino friend, and apparently it's very common over in the Philippines, and they do it all the time, like we would do a Vegemite or a peanut butter sandwich. Does so, it make the toast go a bit cold quickly and a bit soggy? No, no. You put a butter put straight on, and then you eat it when it's hot, and it just gives you like a sweet toast. So imagine like a cinnamon toast, but this is just mm. like condensed milk instead. Sounds all right to me. Mm, right, good I'm, luck. I'm going to try yeah. that one. That's Enjoy. all right, Kylie. What about bread in Campbelltown? How are you, Brett? Yeah. Welcome to the Rush Good Hour, thing, mate. mate. What's your weird food combo? Dry wheat bits with tomato sauce. Oh, no, oh, you don't have bad. this, okay. Brett. You okay. just made this okay. up. Okay, I'm done. There's I'm no... done. I'm done. I'm out of here. You ran out of milk, so you just threw the Tommy sauce on it. What happened? It was when I was young, like 40 years ago, so I don't know what happened. I was sick. <laughs> Yeah. And so what is – you're a bit hungry. I'm just going to grab a snack. I might just grab a wheat bix and a I, bit I of tomato sauce so. on there. Come, come home from school and need a quick snack, go, go sure, to wheat bix with tomato sauce. It's surely not enough fluid to get <laughs> through the wheat bix. That would be you know? it's so just like, dry. Oh. So disgusting. <laughs> yeah. The texture. You have to have a big oh. glass of milk to wash it down. Yeah, no, I thought I'm, Wendell Saylor was weird. We've got some weird. I am weird. There, we've got some weirdo listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love oh, it. I was born Love weird. it. <laughs> Swannies are in action tonight. Our next guest is a Premiership winning captain with the Cats in 07 and 09. So you may ask, well, what's he doing as CEO of the Swans these days? Is it some sort of infiltration operation like that movie Inside Man? Which I've never seen, but I'm just assuming is about AFL. Here to answer that hard-hitting question, it's the Swans CEO, Tom Harley. Yeah, big welcome to Tom Harley. Tom, it's a uh, a hot one tonight at Blacktown. Uh, How's the team shaping up? G'day, Drew, Dave. Things shaping up well. We've had a, a late change as of yesterday to the time of the game. We're due to play at 4 o'clock, but uh, given the uh, given the weather that's been pushed back to 7.10, um, so looking forward to a final hit-out before it all kicks off in earnest in a week's time. We've seen Isaac Heaney with more midfield time through pre-season. You traded for James Jordan and Taylor Adams. That depth through the midfield is important with a couple of injuries to the start of the season? Yeah, it is, Candice. And those two guys, Taylor and James, have been great, bringing different things um, to our midfield group. And Taylor uh, didn't play in the practice game against the Giants last week, but we'll have a good hit out um, tonight. And, uh, and and James is providing just another look through our midfield group. And, and you're right, with Callum Mills out for the first half of the year and the unfortunate break of Luke Parker's arm last week, um, we're leaning on that depth. But, uh, but Isaac has come through, spending more time through the middle. I think you'll see a bit more of Justin McInerney, um, you mentioned James Jordan, obviously, um, you know, the continued development of the guys like Errol Gould and then Chad Warner. We, we, we think we've got some good numbers through our midfield at the moment. Well, Hulls, 150 years of the Swans, which is awesome. Are you expecting a, a sold-out SCG next week against the Ds? 
Well, actually, Wendell, I was just looking at the uh, the, the numbers um, as they, uh, when you called just before. So, um, ticket sales are really strong. We're down to site restricted seats at the moment, and there's a few of those at the SCG, as you know, the ones just next to the uh, scoreboard. Yep. But, um, yeah, we're expecting uh, north of 40,000, and, and membership's your best ticket to the game. So, uh, um, if you're struggling to get the, the retail ticket, make sure you buy your membership. Now, Harles, Andrew Pridham loves stirring the pot. He's riled up a few in Victoria with some recent comments about it being inevitable that Sydney will be the largest club in the land. Your thoughts on it all? Uh, like like any good CEO to his chair, 100% aligned. Dude. Um, uh, we, and, and, I, and I'm not being facetious about that. We, we've got unbelievable fandom, um, and obviously our job um, is to convert those fans to members, and we'll hit 75,000 members this year, so we're it's not pie-in-the-sky stuff. And um, what I love about our footy club, Jude, um, which you're obviously pivotal in, in building, is the, um, is, the, is the connection that we do have with our fans here in Sydney whilst maintaining our strong roots in Melbourne. So, uh, yes, I'm on, I'm on board. And uh, we had a session the other day to, to map out how we're going to get there. And, um, and he'll, be, uh, he'll be sitting back smoking his pipe when it happens. <laughs> well, man, Isaac Henry is one of my favourites for a long time. But Errol Goulding last year, he had an amazing year, mate. What do you expect from him this year? Yeah, I think he was. He was the youngest Bob Skilton medalist um, since the 1940s, and and what uh, and Jude knows him well. That he he just he works hard. He's a student of the game, um, which means that he's putting the work in that enables him to use his God-given talents. And there are plenty of them. I mean, he's a beautiful left foot kick. He's got an unbelievable engine and and can run all day. So. The fact that he can have an All-Australian Year top five Brownlow finish and a best and first by the time he's 21, you'd like to think there's upside still to come. So um, looking forward to Errol having another another bumper year. And, um, you know, let's not put too much expectation on him, but he's at that level in the competition now where he's right at the pointy end of talent. So um, really exciting for Swans fans. Tom, it's a first season without Buddy Franklin for a decade. Wow. How have you mm. seen the development of Hayden McLean and Logan McDonald as key forwards? Yeah, that thing that thing really good, um, Candace. They they you know spent some time um, learning off Lance, and Lance didn't play a lot last year. So um, you know their their roles are really clear. And, and you mentioned Logan; he was a prize draft pick coming into his fourth year, and he kicked four goals against the Giants last week. Um, Hayden McLean was our most improved player last season, playing key forward and, and second ruck, um, which is a role that he'll continue to play. And then Joel Amati's coming through, so. Um, we think we've got some some tall timber there to to not. You can never fill the void of someone like Lance Franklin, but you can certainly sort of share the load. Um, and they're very exciting players. So looking forward to seeing how that forward line functions for us. Mate, what do you think about Peter Vlandy saying that rugby league is the biggest code uh, in Australia? Oh, I didn't hear it. Did he say that? Yeah, he said that last <laughs> week, mate. Yeah, because we're in Vegas now. So obviously, he's, I don't think he's looking at too many stats. And obviously, you got national comp. What do you think of that, mate? I tell you what, I did like. I did like our chairman's comments about Vegas. He said. Um, let's hope what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and includes the opening <laughs> round of the NRL. So um, yeah. uh, when, the, when, the, when the cats away, the mice will play and we'll be playing next week. So uh, no, looking forward to having a, a sold-out SCG and, um, and uh, taking the spotlight for next weekend. Well, Swans, luck, mate. Swans take on Grand Finals Brisbane tonight at 7.10 Blackdown. And then, as you mentioned, opening round next Thursday, the D's. Tom Harley, wish you all the best of the season. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate the chat. Great show, Candice. Fantastic. And we'll do it all again tomorrow. See you tomorrow, guys. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.